0: Welcome back to another episode of Broad Street LinkedIn In. I'm Reed, and today uh, we have another negative uh, Sirianni report that came out. Uh, We have some good and bad news about Sneed, LaJarrius Sneed, cornerback for the Chiefs, who I've been talking about. Um, You know, he's he's about to be a free agent coming March. And uh, we have some Howie comments on Bradbury. Um, Not exactly what I wanted to hear. And then we're going to talk about some big RB names that are hitting the markets. So jumping right into it, uh, per Marcus Hayes of the Philly Inquirer, uh, apparently last year, Sirianni was picking favorites along with his staff. Um, You know, according to an unnamed source, second tier guys would be targeted uh, if you weren't on his first level of favorites. And uh, a quote, another quote from an unnamed source Uh, I will say it doesn't help when they treat guys two different ways. I guess some guys can't do anything wrong. You know, yesterday's episode, we're talking a lot about Philly Media and how we always generate these false stories for clicks. Um, But, you know, assuming on the basis that this is true – You know, I can see a certain situation where it kind of would make sense. For example, seasoned veterans, uh, you know, the likes of the guys of Lane, Fletcher, Brandon, Graham, um, and uh, wait, did I say Kelsey? Kelsey Johnson, Fletcher, and Brandon Graham. Um, You know, I mean, those guys have given so much to the organization. They're seasoned veterans. Um, You know, it, it can be understandable why those guys would get certain treatments that other guys wouldn't. But, um, you know, the way they kind of at least per this report, uh, the way that the unnamed player kind of makes it seem like there's only two tiers, um, you know, kind of leads you to believe that maybe there was just a group of favorites going on, which obviously would be horrible. Um, I don't know. I so wish we moved on from Nick. Um, but yeah, yet again, another negative story coming out. I mean, I guess you can't really blame the reports after that collapse, after that horrible season. Um, but yeah, another negative one. Uh, moving on to Snead. Per Tony Paul line, this is the good news. Uh, Eagles players have been texting Snead to come to Philly. Uh, the names dropped were the past Louisiana Tech teammates, Boston Scott, Milton Williams, and Griffin Herbert. And if you're asking yourself, who the hell is Griffin Herbert? I asked myself the same thing, and I thought I knew this team like the back of my hand. It uh, looks like he's a practice squad receiver, so just funny. I saw his picture. I was like, who the heck is that guy? Um, but, yeah, uh, he was a Louisiana Tech teammate of Sneed, and apparently has been texting Sneed to come to Philly as well. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of you have seen this as well. Many, many media pages are putting Philly as his best destination. But here comes the bad news. Uh, per Jeremy Fowler, um, this was posted on the, uh, what app is that? Uh, the Score app. Um, you know, the Chiefs mentioned that they are willing to franchise tag Sneed uh, if a deal can't get done. Um, you know, they're allowing him to explore trade options, and they're willing to trade him if they can't get a long-term deal done. Uh, but they're also prepared to use the franchise tag uh, if they if a long term deal doesn't get done and if they don't find any attractive trade offers for him. Feller also reports that Sneed is agreeable to the situation, and you know, um, if he's agreeable to the situation, it seems that. Even in this case, the worst case scenario for him of going back to Kansas City for one more year under the franchise tag uh is not the worst thing in his eyes it's i don't it seems like he would never sit out or anything or you know threaten to not play if he doesn't get traded here so you know not the best news obviously and like you have to assume that i mean I would assume that maybe I'm just elevating the perception of the Eagles but you know, I would assume the Chiefs view the Eagles as contenders and, uh, you know, obviously you're not going to trade a contender, your second best asset uh, on defense for a good price, right? <laughs> so we'll see what happens and what develops in that story. Um, but if anyone can get a, a deal done, I know it's Howie, so let's see how it goes. Um, but... Howie, in a press conference, was asked about Bradbury. Obviously, he's under contract this year for $9 million. And Howie says that Bradbury is a part of the Eagles plans going forward, uh, $9 million. But then again, what is he supposed to say? Um, obviously, he's still under contract. Um, I'm assuming he's still going to try and trade him. I mean, I can't see in what world, you know, Howie's a smart guy. I, I, I mean, Bradbury was awful. And uh, you know, nine million's no joke here. Um, you know, obviously we're we're hoping for a trade rate, but I don't know. The fact that Howie says that he's gonna keep or that he's a part of the Eagles plan going forward. Again, what is he supposed to say? But just basing it off that it seems like Sneed's uh the desire to acquire Sneed is not as high. Um but then again, maybe he's just saying that so that the Chiefs don't think we're coming after Snead. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what is it supposed to say? But again, not exactly what you love hearing as a Birds fan, right? Moving on to some big running back names on the market. Now, obviously, obviously, this doesn't really apply, not very applicable to the Birds, because as we know, Howie doesn't really uh, pay running backs. And Talked about it a few episodes ago, but as much as I would like Swift to stay, uh, unless, you know, how we can structure a specific deal out or Swift willing to take a significantly below average salary, um, I I really can't see a deal getting done. Kind of similar to Hassan Reddick. But uh, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, Derek Henry, and Tony Pollard are all hitting the market. Uh, none of them will be franchise tagged. Uh, so it's just interesting. you know. I guess those meetings that Eckler held about improving running back compensation didn't go so well, right? Because uh, there's no other position group in the NFL where, uh, what is that, five of the top eight guys, I would say. Uh, I guess Austin Eckler is probably not top eight anymore. If you're watching him play towards the end of the season, the dude looks like, Jay Ajayi getting hunted down, um, and that came in 2016. Uh, Needs to unhook the trailer, moving very slow. But, uh, yeah, no other position group is having five of the top ten guys uh, hitting free agency, right? So, yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Broad Street LinkedIn. And as always, go birds.